everyone. It's Thursday, May the 21st, 2015, and you are listening to another edition of the Talking Games podcast. Tonight, I am joined by Bobby Shortall. Hello. Mr. Rob Newmeyer. How's it going? I am Jackie Turner, and we are missing Steve this week uh, because he's got family stuff he's taken care of right now. So Steve, sending our love. Um, and we're missing Justin. Mm-hmm. Who is patiently waiting for his wife to pop out another baby? Baby Watch 2K15. Oh, yeah. Talking Games Baby on the way, but not soon enough. So, no Justin right now. But we love you both, and we'll be happy when we're all back together. But for uh-huh. now, I got Bobby and Rob with me, so pretty cool. You just say you can just say one of our names, and either one of us could answer. <laughs> That's true. I might do <laughs> that. That still always gets me that between you, Bob, and I, I and we all go by a different it's Rob, Bobby, and Bob. Yeah. And his name's not even Bobby. No, I, well, <laughs> I know. That, that part too. <laughs> exactly. That's the craziness about my name. It's uh-huh. very weird. All right. Should we get started? What have we been doing this week? No, no, you're the host. You should, you're the one supposed oh, to tell us. Oh, don't you start <laughs> busting my balls already. Are you kidding me? We're like two minutes in. So, okay. Yeah. What you been doing? Qu- qu- quick story. I, I walk in today and I see Jackie shoving a wig on her son, Luke. <laughs> And I am confused as hell. So what what yeah. was going on? So um, this week I have spent the week running around buying bits of costume because my son has to go to school tomorrow dressed as John Wilkes Booth. Because in his words, he had a whole list of Civil War era people to choose from. And he said, all my friends wanted to do Abe Lincoln. So I decided I'd be the guy that shot him. So, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And I have this freaky ass mannequin head with this wig on it and huge eyebrows staring at me right now. I will have to tweet a picture of that. That yeah. is the creepiest thing in the world. <laughs> if you've seen any of the films me and Bobby made, yeah. then you would understand. Yeah. It's not you, creepy. You would also not be surprised to see Luke playing a murderer because <laughs> <laughs> he's done, I think, in both of those oh, two yeah. of the movies. Yes, he has uh-huh. had cameos in our movies. That's <clears throat> something really disturbing. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So You guys, are, you have to make another one soon. We are. We do. We okay. are. We're we are production. We're in pre-production yeah. right now. Oh, that's yeah. right. The wedding was this. Yeah, we yes. started discussing our Yeah. Our, uh, we used to make one. Yeah, we made one three Halloweens in a row. We yes. made a movie. But this year, our producer, director, and editor, and... <laughs> co-star decided to get married yeah she kind of screwed it up it did so, screw it up. yeah but we're working on one mm-hmm. hopefully there'll be another another what's that production company called cornhole productions, cornhole right? productions. <laughs> awesome yeah another one this year mm-hmm. um bobby what have you been up to this week like not game related yeah not game related um and not comic related <clears throat> either that's the only thing to think in my life <laughs> <laughs> sleeping no. uh sleeping no uh not that much really i mean it's it's been a kind of a crazy work time right now. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of deadlines and stuff going on. Uh, but this weekend, actually, uh, my wife and I, Karen, we went we went to the Roosevelt Field Mall. I've never been there. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Seems a long way to drive that to, place to a mall. Huge. Yes, yeah. but the thing was, like, Karen wanted to kind of go out and walk around, but it was like a nasty, rainy day. Right. So we, I never been there, so we went there, and you know, it was a big mall. <laughs> <laughs> Right. And it was fine, but it was it's just a really big mall and it was annoying because there were so many people there. There was a ridiculous amount of people Ugh, there. I can't stand that. Uh I start and, feeling like I'm one of like melee people. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> and then annoyed. uh we went to this uh, I can't remember the name of it right now, the Revolution, I think it's called. It's like a 
it's like a classic game store in oh. Stony Brook. I oh wow, okay. They cool. They have like a game room set up, so they have like all these TVs set up, and they do tournaments there and stuff like that. And you yeah. can just kind of go in and play games if if you want to. I don't know if you have to rent the space or not, but it's it's a cool setup. And then um, on my way back from that, I got a speeding ticket. Oh god! <laughs> what is going awesome on? Awesome day. Yep. It was, I've had the worst string of luck the last couple of months with that you really stuff. Have, yeah. I've gotten a total of four tickets in the, I don't know, f- 15 years I've been driving. Right. And three of them have been the last like year and a half. <laughs> that is, that is that's horrible. absolutely They've amazing. They've got you flagged for some reason. Yeah. yeah. So that sucked. <laughs> but after that, I went to see Mad Max Fury Road. Oh, yeah. It's good, I right? Have, every single person that has talked to me about that movie has said nothing but good things. Yes. I had a great... And even Bob liked it. Yeah, Bob loved it. Mm-hmm. Well, Bobby went with Jeff, Mr. Mm-hmm. Man Cave Podcast, mm-hmm. and he walked in and he was like, nah, it was all right. It was okay. kind of like someone shooting lasers at your face for two hours. Yeah. <laughs> that was his that. reaction. <laughs> Je- Jeff has no taste. <laughs> it's already been, it's already been established. True. Yeah, yeah. Very um, true. That's cool. It was though. awesome. It yeah. was so awesome. I'm looking forward to seeing it. We talked about it at length last night. The I, yeah, I can imagine. Uh, <laughs> yes. I can imagine. It was pretty awesome. We'll like, have I have nothing super fun, though. I have no food stories. So I don't really, uh, I'm kind of the odd person out. I food stories. Yeah, I have no food stories. Sorry. I have a funny shipping story. Oh, goodness. Yeah. It's not really that funny, but it's kind of funny. Uh, so I decided to pre-order The Witcher and I had like an Amazon gift card. So I thought rather than go into the store, I'll just pre-order it from Amazon because they deliver it on the day of release. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right, I'll go to work in the morning. By the time I get out of work, it should be here. The, you know, delivery guy, maybe two o'clock in the afternoon. So I rush home. There's nothing on the doorstep. I was like, oh. So I sat there for an hour. Luke gets off the bus. I take him to piano. I drop him at piano. It's like a 15-minute drive. I drop a um, 45-minute lesson. I drive to piano. I drop him. I leave. I drive home just to see if it's on the doorstep. <laughs> then 10 minutes later, I have to leave again and go back to get him. I come home from that. Still not on the doorstep. I start getting a little worried. It's like by this point, it's five o'clock. So I, I cook dinner and I eat dinner. It's now six o'clock. I'm like, what the hell? Like I saw the UPS guy in the neighborhood. He's not here. What's going on? And every five minutes, I'm looking out the window. Like we're trying to watch something. I'm looking out the window. Uh-huh. And Jay says to me, are you waiting to hear sleigh bells? Like, what the hell? <laughs> like, it will arrive. I'm like, I don't know if it will. Well, if it doesn't, and I start panicking and getting upset. Did you track it? Yeah, and it said it was going to be delivered before 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah. Oh, all right. So it gets to 7.30, and I'm playing a game with Hugh. Uh, play, I think we're playing Destiny with Hugh. And I see the UPS truck, and I start screaming down the microphone. I say, oh, my God, it's here, it's here. Luke comes running out of his room. Mama, it's here. And then Jay goes and gets it from the doorstep and proceeds to skip around the room with it, shouting, <laughs> yay! <laughs> it was like Christmas. That's was, great. Yeah, yeah 7.30 it finally arrived. But, yeah, I won't be doing that again. Uh-huh. I, I have a similar story, I guess you could say. So I finally built the PC. It is done. Um, ordered all the parts last Sunday. And half I ordered from Amazon. The other half I ordered from... Um, New egg. New egg. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, okay, so Monday rolls by. I get tracking numbers from from Amazon mm-hmm. and for one item from New egg for for a monitor. And then Tuesday comes. Everything from Amazon gets there on Tuesday. Wow. So super quick. Yep. Um, and then Wednesday the monitor shows up. Right. And I'm looking. I'm like, I, I don't see tracking numbers for for all this other stuff. I have no clue yep. what's going on. So I go online. I check. 
sure enough, they're not there. And I go on and check, just do an order status check. And stuff hasn't even like moved in the warehouse to be packed. Oh, no. So I'm like, okay, that's kind of shitty. Three days and right. like nothing. So I, I go into like one of those live 24-hour chats just to, just to check. Um, so I tell her the story and she's like, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll try and get it out today. So I asked her, I'm like, is there any way I could expedite the shipping just so, you know, I kind of have the parts faster. I, I kind of expected them here by now. Right. Um, I'll pay the extra. I don't care. And she's like, no, you know, once you put your order through that, that's kind of it. We can't do anything. I'm like, great. Okay. Mm-hmm. So a couple of hours later, I get the tracking numbers. That's fine. Uh, next day, Thursday, I'm at work. Um, and I'm checking the shipping, you know, everything's fine. Get home. The box is there. Okay. They overnighted it. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's great, right? Uh Uh-huh. No, that was, that was really cool, actually. It's funny that she told you they couldn't do that, but they did anyway. I have no clue, Mm -hmm. like what, unless like someone read the transcript or she told someone after, after the talk, but she's not in the warehouse. So how would she? That's great customer service though. Yes, definitely. I I uh I sent a nice little note to them. She might have real. They might have realized too that maybe like your they screwed your, up. Yeah, your order was set to is got lost in the shuffle, and they just mm-hmm. they didn't pack it, and so they were kind of making up for that fact. Or uh-huh. Whatever. Yeah, because yeah, it's not like it was like a twenty dollar item. Or yeah, it was, it was right. some money. Um, so yeah, very happy. Awesome. Tell us more about it. Goodness, where to start? <laughs> where to start? Uh, well, first, one of the cool things is um. The graphics card. I I got a GeForce 980, and right now they're running a promotion with the 970s and the 980s, where you get free copy of The Witcher 3 and oh, fantastic. Batman Arkham Knight. Oh, nice. And Amazon was also running a promotion where I got a free copy of Grand Theft Auto V with wow. it. Wow. So, I mean, that's almost $200 worth of games right, right. that come along with the card. Um, but on top of that... Uh, 16 gigs of memory. I got an i5 Intel processor, uh, water-cooled, uh, a nice mid-case. It's beautiful looking. You happy? I'm very, very, very happy. <laughs> like, honestly, and I, and I keep saying it, I have not had a new desktop computer since World of Warcraft came out. Wow. Uh, and that was quite, quite some time yeah, ago at this right. point. So you're looking forward to just jumping in with both feet back into PC gaming? Uh yeah, I did. I I've been What's going the first crazy. thing? The very first thing you put on. Because um, you must have wanted to like test out how good it was going to look and how good it was going to sound. What was the first thing you threw in? Well, see, th- that's the thing. I didn't want to waste waste it on something because I knew I, The Witcher was coming out a day and a half after it was all built. Right. So I was like, that that's going to be the test enough. Uh, I played some CS:GO and you know nothing nothing taxing on the system. Right. Uh, I ran some of the graphical checks and it, that came through fine. So I knew everything was, was working. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I didn't want to waste money on like another copy of Skyrim just so I could look no, and, of course. and think, you know. Well, Bobby, you recently finished building yours, right? Yeah. Like similar specs? Uh, little, his was a little beefier than mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, his, uh, I think kind of all all around i think as far as like uh, I, i'm actually i'm not sure about the cpu because I, I don't know if I, like, I know what cpu i got but i got an i5 but i don't know like the set of numbers after the i5 that i got so i don't want to compare that um but i know the graphics card i think you got like one level above me i mean mine was 
I think my graphics card was like $300 or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, but I know the one you got was more expensive than that. <laughs> <laughs> once I saw the, once I saw the, uh, the, the name on it. Uh-huh. Cause that's, uh, <clears throat> I mean, it's not the top of the, it's not their top of the line, but it's, it's pretty beefy. It's as beefy as you're going to need. And for anything that you, know, you want to run right now, what's the kind of life expectancy on these things? Now I'm not talking about breaking, but I'm talking about at what point are you like, right? I need to get a new graphics card. Cause this isn't cutting it. Or I need to get a new uh, this or that. Probably five years. I'd Correct. Say. Yeah. I, I was doing research and there's a better processor out there that I could have gone mm. with mm-hmm. and obviously better graphics cards. Mm. But by that point, the graphics cards are so good that, that like stuff gets bottlenecked and mm. you're not getting like the full capacity out of everything. Yeah. So the configuration that I went with kind of maximizes everything without, without wasting processing power, mm-hmm. I guess okay. you could say. Um, and yeah, I would say four or five years four or five you can years. get. Yeah. yeah. That's mm-hmm. not too bad. I mean, uh, I mean, the good thing about the PC, right, is that it's not like, okay, so when the PS4 is done, you have to buy a whole new box, right? right? This, you just, okay, I want to get a new graphics card. Now I'm going to get a new Absolutely. CPU. Now I'll get a new motherboard. Yeah. You know, it's all pretty That's a great advantage, exactly. You can just open it up and, yeah, kind of yeah. upgrade on the go. Mm-hmm. And, and, yeah. and honestly, even with, like, um, high mid-level, which is kind of what I have as far as graphics card, to high level, which is what Rob has... Um, you're gonna you're gonna be look it's gonna look better than the PlayStation 4 that's I want are ever gonna look right so as long you're always gonna be able to play games that look better you just might have to you know a couple of years you probably won't be playing on ultra anymore you'll play playing it on high and then I think once you're at the point where you're playing stuff on medium then it's probably time to to upgrade to your to the next thing right uh uh-huh. yeah <clears throat> and the, but there'll always be games that like try to bring it to its knees you know they're always like the uh I mean crisis is is the is the biggest one where it's now it's it's about the time where people can actually really run it on ultra with a, a, a reasonable computer. I can't believe that a game that old at yeah. this point has has been like what people test to tax their systems. Wow! And it's still taxing Why systems. Is that? I have no clue. I I would love to look into the um the the development process because right. whatever they did. Yeah, was crazy good. Crazy good, and also they didn't do any sort of um, like optimizing on it for it to run uh, on every on yeah, everything. Correct, it, it, yeah. it, I mean, you could if you jacked it all down, you can still run it. But um, you know, if you were trying to run anything on ultra, it, it's still a test. But there are certain games that you know are just built like the Metro games are uh, are also built on PC to really you know, smack your PC down. I mean, the, the Witcher, which we'll talk about in a little bit, is pretty high, but it's not. Uh, like ridiculous high, um, which I was surprised by. Mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be like ungodly, and it, and it, and it, and it, it's doable. It's just not. I th- I think that stuff will will come oh, yeah. from it because now that they have have it shipped and their console requirements have been met, mm-hmm. then all of their power is going to go to you know the PC because yeah. they have a big big pc following yeah right and because the first two games are predominantly pc and right? mm-hmm. yeah and they treat their you know their their pc fan base like great right. yeah just constant right. updates dlc actually the packet that i got for the witcher that arrived i got stickers mm-hmm. i got a cd of the soundtrack mm-hmm. i got a big map oh wow i got a game manual 
Mm. When is the last time you saw a paper game manual? Mm. This is how you play. This is what button does this. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. And the other thing I got is a little leaflet that basically says there's going to be 16 free DLCs mm-hmm. that are applicable across the board, whether mm-hmm. you're playing on PC or console. Yeah. However you want to play it, this is what we're giving you. Yeah, yeah which that's I think cool. is fantastic. Yeah, they're, they're, they're a great studio. Yeah. And they yeah. Couldn't have, the thing is, like, they couldn't have done that last generation because Microsoft had... Like any title update you wanted to do, regardless of if people paid for it or not, it cost something like it was over thirty thousand dollars. Yeah, something. it was something ridiculous. It was a huge amount of money. Wow. Because so that's why a lot of like the a lot of games that came out on both the console and PC get, that got free DLC for the PC didn't get it for the 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 consoles because they Microsoft literally wouldn't let them do it, and, right. and it's not until this generation they've relaxed that stuff. So Rob, did you have any hiccups while building it? Uh, <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so, uh, to start, y- you test everything out. You build it outside of the case just to make sure mm-hmm. everything's working. So, when you put it in the case, you're not, like, saying, shit, this doesn't work. Now I have to take everything apart. Mm-hmm. Right. That's fine. The The water cooler was probably the hardest thing to to kind of maneuver in because there's these, like, two long rubber tubes that only want to bend certain ways. Yeah. Um, Filled with water. It's, yeah, there's a radiator on top and, well, yeah. I mean, they're they're thick rubber tubes though, so unless you're... Still odd. No, I know. Unless you're like ripping them apart, nothing's going to like burst out. Um, So the first problem I ran into was that the screw holes on the top grates of my case didn't match up because um, the water cooler the radiator was a little too big. So I had to make custom holes in the top, I guess you could say, oh, okay. but, but that was fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, my, my first real problem came when I realized I didn't buy an internal optical drive. <laughs> and cause I didn't want it. Like, I'm not going to watch movies on it. I'm not going to load DVDs or burn mm-hmm. anything. Right. Uh, so I had no use for it. It was no just an unnecessary uh, extra. Right? Correct. Yeah. And I figured if I need, something i'll just get an external one Mm -hmm. and uh, the oversight was that you need to load the operating system onto the computer obviously and they send you a disc so i'm like shit what am i doing (laughs) so ran out to target target was sold out of external usb uh dvd roms so then i went next door to staples they don't carry them uh so finally best buy Best Buy has them. They're, I mean, now dirt cheap, 20 bucks. Dirt wow. cheap. Yeah. yeah. And <laughs> unless you have the drivers for the motherboard loaded in, it doesn't recognize USB 2.0, which, which this <laughs> was. So I'm like, okay, that's great. That's not going to work. So then I had to make a USB, like a boot drive, a USB boot drive that plugs in and is recognized. I didn't know how to, I've, I never had to do that before. So I was, I was texting Bobby <laughs> and I was like, Bobby, do you know, have you done this before? And he sends me an article mm-hmm. the article was perfect. Yeah. It seemed like exactly what you needed. Uh-huh. So follow that. It's not working. It's not working. And I have no clue. Now I'm bugging out. I'm tired. Oh, I haven't I'd have given up like hours, I hours before this. I haven't slept in like 36 hours because <laughs> I've been so excited building right. this stupid thing. And uh, I'm like, okay, well just troubleshooting first thing is try a different USB drive. I don't have one though. Right. So I had to go back to Target, pick up another USB stick, 
came home and it worked. So I was able to put it in to the new computer and it boots up, loads Windows off of that. And from there, it was just, you know, perfect. Mm. Uh, cool. Load the, the motherboard stuff. Then and it all went smoothly from there? Yeah, from, from there on, it mm. was perfectly fine. But um, that, that was like my one stressful situation. <laughs> Bobby, how about you? Uh, it was, uh, I did get an internal drive and, and I was the same way. I was like, I don't need one. And Eric, uh, who was on the show and, you know, friends with Justin was like, no, you should just get one. Cause you never, like you're gonna get the operating system on a disc and you know, you never know what's going to happen. And it's like $8. Yeah. So <laughs> you might as well. So I got it. And I'm, I'm so glad after hearing his story, I'm so glad I did. Uh, but my only issue with it was when I, well, I two things. One of the things is I broke one of the USB, like the internal on the motherboard, I bent one of the pins on one of the oh, USB no. things. Uh, I the the motherboard and the the case together have something like six or seven USB jacks on them, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, those uh, things are so flimsy. They're though. very flimsy. Like you have to be so delicate when you're plugging stuff in on the motherboard. Yeah, because right. they're like they're really thin metal. It's yeah. not like just like a, a stick of metal that sticks yeah. up. It's just like a flappy piece of metal. Yeah. So it's very weak. But whatever, I broke it. And like, and I was looking it up and, and most of the articles were like, don't worry about it. Everybody does this when they, when they <laughs> build a PC the first time. You just, people just don't know. So um, there was that. But then it was when I finally got it together and I was the same way you were. I mean, I got together. I was finally done. I was like, oh, God, like it's turning on. Great. And nothing would come on the screen. And I didn't know what to do. I had never taken a computer from right. completely never been initialized to being initialized before. Any problems you've ever had with the PC before, you've been able to have a visual prompt. Yeah, exactly. To know what I to know do, what's right? happening. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I was like, I was plugging things in. But I was, I unplug, I opened the case back up. I was plugging things in and unplugging them, being like, did I do this wrong? And I like, un- I basically almost unplugged everything and then plugged everything back in. Still not working. Um. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, I'm just, I'm just like fuming mad. <laughs> and uh, I'm, I'm, I have the keyboard on my lap and I'm sitting there and, and Karen walks up to me. She goes, can I just see the keyboard? And I'm like, sure. And she goes like, she hits like three keys and all of a sudden it goes, it goes, and it goes, do you want to, like the BIOS comes up. She's like, you have to hit like control shift, hold it down. Like as you're starting the computer or something. And at for, that point, she just bios. dropped the keyboard and walked away, yeah, right? basically. <laughs> That's awesome. And I was like, oh, okay. And then everything was fine. There was a couple things where, you know, some drivers weren't initializing right. And I, 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 I had that moment where I began to get upset. And then I was like, you know what? And I just shut the computer down and restarted it. Worked perfectly fine. <laughs> so then you just need to do that. Yes. And I had one issue with a game where the, like, the game just wasn't booting. I kept like saying it was installing drivers and then would just, just continue to loop this installing drivers window that came up. Um, and I got really upset about that. But then I, 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 I did a bunch of research. I found that it, it was the game's fault, not my fault. But it was like the first game I tried to boot. So I was like, oh, everything is wrong. <laughs> this is why I don't play PC games. Drivers and uh, I don't get... But See, this terrifies me. Because on our 50th episode, we kind of all did a little resolution thing. Mm-hmm. And mine was to try and build a PC. Then I heard you two and your stories, and you actually know vaguely what you're doing. There I have no idea what I'm doing. There is not a chance in hell. No, I have no idea how you're to build a PC. You're more technologically knowledgeable. I know how to than use a computer. I've never built a computer before. <laughs> I just, but I don't deal with frustration very well. Like I'll just start crying and throwing things, and well, I don't we'll, deal with we'll, it. We'll, we'll all be here together. Do I? So I can throw things at you. 
Yeah, you can just sit there and drink coffee and we'll <laughs> put the computer together. All right, that sounds good. That sounds <laughs> like a plan. <laughs> but I would say that it, it's great, been great for two reasons. One, I love playing games on it. And I love the fact that like now, now there isn't any game that it's like, oh, I can't play that because I don't have a PC that can run it. Or I don't have a PC at all that runs this weird game, even if it's not a powerful game, this weird game that you don't be able to play anywhere else. And I love that. But I also, I have my PC hooked up to my television. And it's really great. Because there literally is now no content in the world that I can't watch on my TV. Right. Um, anytime I'm like, oh, because I got HBO now because I don't have a cable subscription anymore. And I was like, oh, it's only on Apple devices. Except it's also, you can also do it on a browser. That's great. So yeah. I can just watch it on my TV. Like it, 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 may, it just takes away those little stresses about a, a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's great. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I hooked mine up to my TV. Uh, that's a 36-inch one. And then I, I got a 20 four or 26 inch mm. monitor right. that I put right next to it and it's cool so it, it just kind of continues the desktop and yeah that's cool wow. uh, uh, it's so great my only issue with hooking up the, uh, my TV is that sometimes uh, it has trouble with like the games have trouble with resolution and like over scanning so sometimes I'll put it on 1080 and it'll be huge it'll be like I, when the first time I put the Witcher on 1080 last night it just like a Geralt's face was like ginormous <laughs> and I couldn't see the text anymore. It was all cut off. I had to actually, cause it was on like the lowest graphical setting. I had to actually go up scale by scale until 1920 by 1080 right. for it to actually hit 1920 by 1080. Wow. If I did it right from the beginning, it just didn't know what it was doing. Mm-hmm. It, like freaked itself out and wouldn't, it wouldn't be it. Uh, so That's crazy. Yeah. Cause uh, what I did, like I, I technically, it's not like I had this money sitting in the bank. Mm. Um, I I sold off an old comic book to be able to do this. <gasps> wow. Um, so I still had some money left over, and that's what I said was going to be like my Steam money, what I was mm, going to buy right. games and stuff. So I did. I put it all in the Steam wallet, and it's been like Christmas. Just <laughs> like just I'll looking through catalogs of games. Yeah. Oh, my God, yeah. That's fantastic. Well, so the, the best moment is like when they have Steam sales. Yeah, and and it's it's kind of stupid because you'll never play these games, but they're like, oh, Saints Row Four is a dollar eighty, and you're just like, okay, bye. That's <laughs> <Yeah>. that's what <laughs> I have money aside in there for right. for the summer sale. Yeah, yep. Well, you know what? I did exactly the same this week, in that I saw Outlast on their PSN flash sale, mm-hmm. and it was four eighty. I'm it's like, a great price. I never ever would have played this game, like, <laughs> but four dollars four dollars eighty. I was like. You can't not buy it for that. You know, I've heard Bobby played it. I've heard people talking about it. It's like, for 480, it's worth trying out. You know, if I get like four or five hours out of it, it's totally worth it. So I get it and I turn it on. And within, I'd say 30 seconds, I had to hit pause because like my heart was beating a little too fast. I was getting a little nervous. So I started again. I haven't even got in the building at this point. I'm already terrified. And I'll walk in and I climb up and then I can hear noises. And I was petrified for like 10 15 minutes i hadn't even seen anything seen nothing and i was petrified and then i go into a room and something swings down at me i scream so loud the whole house was like what's wrong (laughs) i just and that's it i need to watch you play this game (gasps) i can't i couldn't play anymore i was just like my heart was beating i felt sick like i wanted to cry that's how bad i get with these games uh and it it is this is a one of those games that that is terrifying right. and it's meant to terrify you well pt um, i can i played pt for 10 minutes before i had to hand the controller to someone else and so mm-hmm. i could just watch it yeah this is a little it. more interactive 
than than PT, but but still, it's like one of those games where it it almost seems like you're on rails because you have to follow yes the one path. Everyone kind of has the same jump scares and mm, stuff, right? And then there are some chase scenes where, which will differ. See that kind of thing would just yeah. I think I'd like my well, you head would Jay explode. Play it then. He's going to play PT. You should have him play this. Oh, he can't play first person things normally. PT's first but person. Though. He could deal with that because it was just one corridor. But he still started <laughs> feeling sick after a oh, while. Okay. But I said that to him. I was like, can you play so I can just watch it? He's like, nope, I don't want any part of that game. <laughs> so I was terrified. Just have his but... nephews play. Oh, that's true. Yeah, uh-huh. I made my, yeah, made the nephews play it. Uh, maybe I'll do that. There's a, you didn't even get to the, the first real big scare. I didn't see anything. Scare. I saw nothing. Yeah. I it mean, that's scary when you walk in the room and like the soldier comes down. You know, the yeah, he just like swung down from the ceiling. Yeah, that part is scary. Don't get me wrong. Right. And there's a great sense of tension in the game. Yes, that's why. Constantly. That's, it's because you're yeah. awake. It's because you know that there's yeah. terrifying things that Every are going to happen. Every single time so I went around the corner. In fact, Jay said to me after playing that PT game, mm. like I'm playing this and I'm doing that thing where I'm like looking around the corner and like I'm moving my whole body mm-hmm. to look around the corner. And he's like, oh God, it's another one of those. <laughs> and it's, yep. It took yeah. me 10 minutes because every time I turn a corner, I've got to have a little peek because yeah. I know there's going to be something there. Yeah. And then there isn't. And there isn't, mm-hmm. and there isn't. I'm like, I, I can do this. Then there is. Yeah. And I like almost pee my pants and I, I just couldn't do it. There's a scare like the PT scare when the like woman picks you up and like, th- you know, th- like throws yes. you on the ground. There's a scare. The one, the first big scare in PT is just like that. I mean, <sighs> in uh, oh, yeah, Outlast. There is a part, in the, <laughs> the part that's burning my brain the most about Outlast is it's near the beginning of the game. It's after the first big scare and after you kind of know what's going on in the place, you have to walk down this hallway and there's there's like a TV room and there are just like four inmates. Oh, that's when you have to go get the key. Yeah. Yep. And they're just, and they're just standing and like there's blood on the television uh-huh. and they're just like standing looking at the television Oh my god! and you have to walk by them and they don't react to you. Right. But you're fully expecting at any second Absolutely. for them to just snap yeah. and just go after you. Yeah. Yeah. I can do it. I don't think I can even get any further than I have because I honestly, like, I started to feel sick, like mm. physically sick. I was so anxious. I just... uh, uh, this would be the perfect game for you to stream. Yeah. <laughs> the camera on your face oh, and just God, like. No, it would just be me screaming for like three hours. Mm-hmm. Well, know, that's the best marketing crying. for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So what? So I think I'm going to quit that. Okay. I might try it again, but not on my own mm-hmm. and not at night because I was also too scared to go down to the basement and change the laundry over <laughs> after like 15 minutes. Oh, you got to play it at night though. Then what's the point? The point is, oh no. I d- no, I, I see. I can't. Right? The point of playing though, it's like the, ga- the game is a ma- in a lot of ways. The like point a, is. It's kind of like a magic trick, right? Because if you play the game for long enough, um, it's kind of like Batman, right? He's like very scary at night, but if you see him in the day, it's just like a weird guy in a big costume. <laughs> so um, if if you if you're playing the game, the issue major with the game is that you play the game and you end up dying a couple times. Right. All of a sudden, a lot of the fear goes away. Yeah. Because you're like, yeah. oh right, it's a video game. Is that we've talked about this on the show yeah. before about how to make an effective horror game? Yeah. And that's the big big problem. Yeah. Is that there's no consequences to dying, and if mm-hmm. there's no consequences to dying with that sequence, you just do you do you flick into that video game mode yeah. where you're like, right, where do I need to go? What shelf do I need to hide behind to do? All right, I'm gonna go there, there, there. Good, yeah. we're done. I mean, the scariest moments in that game are like when you you hide in the lockers and you're just hoping and praying that whatever is looking for you wasn't close enough when you got in the locker so it doesn't know you're oh in there. Oh my god. See, I feel sick now just even talking about yeah. it. Like the very thought of playing that game. But maybe I'll have like a whole load of people come over <laughs> and then we'll turn the lights off and we'll all play together and then I won't be as scared. 
But yeah, I'm not sure I can play that Sounds game. Sounds good. On the other end of the spectrum, I finally played Guacamelee. Oh, really? Yes. Another good multiplayer game. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. I haven't tried the multiplayer yet, but my God, I love that game. It is. It's really fun. It really is. It was like platforming, like, you know, the Rayman style platforming I love with like trying to hit the different buttons to, ch- you know, you change in between like the world of the living, the world of the dead and and it's puzzles that you have to figure out how to do this. But then having like a really well put together combat system as well as part of the game. Mm-hmm. Really enjoyed it. The music is amazing. Yeah, the music, how it looks. Uh, funny characters, like when you learn different moves and stuff. It's, what is it, the goat that teaches yes, you? Yeah. the goat, yeah. That, yep. that teaches you all like your new combos and stuff. Yeah. I was running around in a chicken suit almost the whole game. As soon as I could <laughs> unlock that chicken suit, that was me. And then, yeah, and the map system, it's its almost like a Castlevania type yeah. map where, you know, you look around and figure out where you need to go. Yep, and it's... and. Another one of these ones where you pick up the moves as you go along, so mm-hmm. then you need to keep going back and revisiting mm-hmm. the areas that you couldn't do before. It's I can't say enough about it. I really, really enjoyed it. Good. You call that a Metroidvania style game. Mm-hmm. Well, I got to the last boss. I try not to say that. I anymore. know, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> Me too. But yes. Yeah. I got to the last boss and then I just couldn't do it anymore. Oh, you got to the end of the game? Yeah, I got to the end, but I was like, I just didn't have the... Yeah, this was like maybe Sunday. Mm-hmm. on Monday and like you know with The Witcher coming out and Destiny and all that kind of stuff I didn't get around to finishing it but I did get to the last boss awesome. and pretty much cleared out all the other areas so. so you just have someone jump in and help you this is true mm-hmm. very good point but I enjoyed that game and you it, both played it a while ago right I have I played just a little bit of it I, have, I haven't played most oh, of the game I played it a while well I have it free on two systems <laughs> right exactly yeah because that's the only reason I think I wanted to play it but just never got around to getting it but yeah. of course being free this month with PSN it's yeah. a no-brainer. It was free like four months ago on Xbox One. So I have oh. not both now. <laughs> yeah, so that's, I really like that game. Good. What else have you been playing? Who are you talking to? I'm talking to Rob. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Other than The Witcher, which yeah, we will no, get no, to. Yeah, no, no, we'll, we'll wait with The Witcher. Uh, let's see. So I, I downloaded a whole bunch of games. Um, I downloaded Rust, mm-hmm. which is kind of like a open-world survival game. For, for the PC, it's in uh, early access. For like and two years at this point. <laughs> correct, yeah. But they just did like a big graphical oh, update and added a whole bunch of items and stuff. Now, this is one of those kind of games where you wake up naked in, in the world. And actually, you that's all you see in this game is a lot of penis. <laughs> <laughs> because uh, you're, so running into, <laughs> you're running into new players and they're naked. And it's just penis that's really bizarre yeah um so Not unlike real life sometimes though mm. you know there's been nights <laughs> oh well that's that's my blackout like <laughs> life is when i wake up uh so you start with like a rock in your hand <clears throat> and you want to go and like knock down trees with the rocks and then you get wood and from there you want to build a shelter right and then you could eventually make make stronger hammers which could chip rocks away then you could upgrade your walls so it's right. it's it's continuous, and uh, you lay down a sleeping bag in your shelter. So if you do die when you're out, yeah, you'll lose all the items that you have on your body, right? But then you're able to be transported back to your sleeping bag. The only way that you don't respawn with your, you know, w- being able to get back into your house is if someone raids your house, yeah, and you breaks your that. breaks your sleeping bag. Oh, sure, you'll you could play all day, right? Make a beautiful beautiful place but if you have one flaw in its security someone could break in 
like knock out your sleeping bag and take all your stuff and you're done. That seems like the most passive aggressive form of an attack. (laughs) I broke your sleeping bag. Pretty much. (laughs) Pretty much. Um, I'd be very frustrated. Yeah. So, I mean, this is just one of those games where you can't, you can't care. Like you're, it's more of a social thing. You're in it with your friends. You're, you're screwing around. You're running around in packs and and raiding other people's houses and stuff like that. You, you can't care that at any moment you could lose everything. You've got to be okay with just losing your progress and just start from scratch again. Um, so I've been having fun with that. Uh, I downloaded CSGO because everyone plays CSGO, it seems. <laughs> uh, I downloaded The Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Oh, yeah. And I have not started it yet, but I am super, super psyched to play that, that game. That was the game that I couldn't get to run at first when I first got it because it, it had big issues when it first came out. Oh, with great. Some See, now stuff. I know then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's fine now. Just had some with certain, and it's also, because it's a PC, it's also like certain video cards and certain configurations it just Correct. it had like issues with so uh-huh. but it seemed, once i got it running it looked great did you play through I played, it or? i didn't play through it here's the thing about vanishing ethan carter is that it's very obtuse and at some points i think too obtuse for its own good okay where the puzzles and where you have to go next it's too open on what because you, you just don't you just don't know where you're going okay uh and at times, it was a little bit. It, it it discouraged me from wanting to to look around. Okay, because it's too like you know when you p- play Gone Home. That that's the other th- game that I got. Yeah, did you play? Have you played that yet? Uh no, this oh, is my haven't? first time playing okay. through it. So the thing about Gone Home, right, is that Gone Home it's it's very contained. It's the house, correct? So it has a similar feel where you're kind of walking around trying to figure out where you need to go, mm-hmm. but it's a such a house. So you but in Ethan Carter, it's basically like a landscape. So. And it's probably not as big as it looks, but the game looks so beautiful that you can't really see where the lines are. Okay. So you have to kind of like stumble upon the puzzles and stumble upon the stuff. So there could be times when you're playing and you could play for 20, 30, 40 minutes and not get anywhere. Oh, fantastic. And not know where you're getting. So that's the issue with the game to me is that you just, you don't know where you're going necessarily. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Is someone like raiding us outside? Yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm looking out the window because, uh, like normal, if anyone pulls up, dog's gonna go crazy. Yeah. Oh, fantastic! I'm getting ready to like <laughs> grab him. Um, um. So yeah, gone home. Um. I can't wait till you play that. You told me about that quite a while ago. Yeah, I, I played that wanna... before when I first got the PC, like in January-ish. I played mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. That's uh, amazing. I yeah. I love it. I'm. I just got into the basement. Oh, okay. I guess so. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh. Like every room I walk into, I'm looking at every little thing, reading every note. Yeah, I'm fascinated by mm-hmm. by everything that's going on. Yeah, and it is beautiful, yeah. absolutely cool. beautiful. Um, they're porting that, right? They're not anymore. No, oh, they, they announced really? that it's not happening. That's a shame. Uh, yeah, money issues or money issues. Yeah, I, I just think it, it, I, I can't remember exactly. I have to look at the story. I remember reading it and being like, "Ooh." Thank goodness I got a PC. Right. <laughs> and uh, I think I texted you because it's like, Jay's not playing it on the PS4 because Jay had said he wanted to play it. Yes. Oh, that's right. Because yeah. Jay is looking for a game. He said, find yes. me a game like Mist. Yeah. and that's, Yeah. He loves yeah. his puzzle games. Yeah. He's been, he just finished Limbo on my PS4. Okay. Oh, nice. And then, yeah. He nice. Really, well, it kind of is, but it's like, dude, you got like a whole basement filled with guitars. You got to be off my <laughs> PS4 right now. Really? Go do your hobby. I'll do mine. Oh, let him play. Well, I tried getting him into Child of Light this week. Uh-huh. That's not a puzzle game. Oh, but it was... Well. No, but I was like, it's really pretty. He'll like the look of it. He'll like the sound. And I've been to every single one of his gigs. Time for you to show some interest <laughs> in my things. So here you go. Turn-based combat. Let's do this. You just said one second ago to stay <laughs> off of my system. Stay out of here. But yeah. get into my stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I got him to play for quite a while and he was really enjoying the story. 
And as soon as it goes into the turn-based thing, I was like, right, this is pretty much how you do it. Because he didn't really grow up playing this kind mm. of video game. So he's never really come across it. So I was like trying to explain and it's a very basic one. It's not that hard. So I'm explaining. He's like, okay. And he's getting a little overwhelmed. I'm like, it's okay. You're doing great. You're doing great. And then um, like something else happened. Oh, then he gets an ability point. I was, he's like, what's that? I'm like, well, now you got to go into your skill tree and choose which way. And he opens it up and there's like a hundred options. And he's like, oh, I'm like, it's okay. Just pick something. You don't need to worry about it right now. Just pick something. Okay. So then he carries on for like another 10, 15 minutes and he fights something and it drops an oculi. And he's like, what's that? I'm like, okay, there's an oculi menu. You can combine them so that you get really good stats on your weapons. He was like, I don't want to play this anymore. (laughs) It's so confusing. So he tried really hard, but I'm not sure he's a... He's particularly interested in playing that. Mm-hmm. Should have him try to play, uh, oh my God, the game that I loved last year, the puzzle game with the, the swapper. Oh, the swapper. Yeah, he's watched me play that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke was better. Oh, Luke really? Luke figure it out more than me and Jacob, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. So, Bobby, you've been playing something else as yeah, well, Yeah, right? Axiom Verge. Mm-hmm. Uh, I finally really d- dug into it over the past couple of weeks, actually. And What are you playing it on? PS4. PS4, okay. You mentioned um, Guacamelee, and Axiom Verge is a similar type of uh, laid out game as far as structure goes, right? It's about upgrading your weapons, getting new weapons, and going back into abilities, and going back to areas you couldn't get to before, right. and, and exploring them. Uh, much more sci-fi, much looks like a Metroid game, but it, it is very different in how it, how it lays itself out and the abilities. So, you know, the, it has a story to it, which I actually find interesting but it's it's very weird and and sort of <laughs> right. muddled but it, it right. it's you know you're the scientist who does this experiment ends up getting warped to this weird world and these sort of giant robots with fe- women faces are asking you to help them defeat this ultimate evil that has been kind of destroying their world and you go through and, and you know you go through these these varying worlds and you're finding upgrades like i said and you know uh, first of all, the music is fantastic. And, oh yeah, and I think that the music is interesting because it does—it's not chip tune music, right? It, 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 you would expect it to be some sort of Super Nintendo-ish type of music, but it's right. not. It's—it's it's, its own thing, and it, and it separates itself in that the whole game is made by one guy. For the, the other thing about it, and the bosses are cool because the bosses are puzzles. Basically, once you once you figure out how to defeat the enemy, for most of the game. It's not really a challenge. The challenge is figuring out how to beat them, not actually beating them. Uh, the only thing I'll say, the only detriment of the game, I think, is sometimes the the battles last too long. They take too many shots. Because once you figured it out and, on some of them, I just found myself, you know, kind of repeating the same action over right. and over and over and over like and over again. Once you it out, you don't necessarily want to do that 15 times in yeah, a row. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I could shoot, shoot, shoot. And I, I mean, I right. guess there's probably another way I could do this, but this seems to be the the best way to do it. And... And it can, the game can be, I'm not going to lie, the game can be very frustrating sometimes because there's a lot of backtracking involved and, and there's no fast travel system. Oh, okay. Right. So you, if basically you get a new item and it's not like on, on the map, you can see where you haven't gone yet and you can see the places that are, the, the walls aren't completed on these blocks. So you can tell, okay, this is an area that I can get to somewhere else and I just haven't figured it out yet, right? Right. But it's not like it tells you on the map, like, oh, you couldn't get past this because it you had to jump higher, or you know, it had a 
a wall. Well, that's or... exactly like guacamole. It's color coded. Yeah. So once you pick it up, there's a little thing on the yeah. map. It's blue. Once that, you get that, that would be power, helpful. You know? They do not do that in Axiom Verge. Right. So there are definitely times you have to remember. Where you have to it remember, was. or you yeah. just have to. Because what I found myself doing a lot was I I kind of push up against a barrier that I couldn't get through. And so I go, okay, I go, okay. I look at the map and I'd be like, okay, let me look at the places on the map that I haven't explored yet. So, okay, there's obviously a room here that's not completed. It's missing a block. I don't know. I don't remember why I couldn't get in there, but uh, I got this new jumping ability. So let me try that now. Or I got this grappling hook ability or I got this whatever. Uh, and, you know, sometimes you, it's a great feeling when you go back to those places and you, you, you have the ability now and you can get to a new place. You get a new item. You get a health upgrade or you get whatever. Really, really cool. It's extremely frustrating though when you go back to a place and you're like, "Shit, this was not what I needed to <laughs> right, do." Right, exactly. Yeah. Or when you even it is something you need to do and you really you get through it and you go through this whole thing. You're like, "I did something. I'm somewhere new." And it's just like you know a note that it, 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 right, you have to pick right. up. That stuff can be very frustrating. Um, but it's part of it's part of what's great about the game and also what is frustrating about the game because mm-hmm. the sense of exploration is wonderful when you discover something that you weren't expecting to find. And there's plenty of that in this game. I mean, you get this thing, like this kind of glitch gun that you've got that you can, it will transform enemies into a, another version of them. So sometimes enemy will become, it, it, it basically almost always helps you. It rarely ever hurts you. There are times where it gets a little bit dicey when you use it. But most of the time, you, you sometimes you can turn enemies into platforms or you turn them into much slower moving versions of themselves. Sometimes you turn enemies and they turn into things that spew health for you or they fight for you. So there's that stuff is really, really cool. And there are a bunch of hidden stuff all over the place that you can find by using the glitch gun. You also have this drone that you can shoot out, which that is probably my favorite part of the game because it allows you to do this really cool, um, cool exploration that you might not have been able to do otherwise. And it also affords you ways to get through areas um, because at a certain point in the game, you get an ability that lets you swap with your drone so you can warp to where your drone is. Oh, so there are certain areas where you have to go through several times because maybe you died a bunch of times at the boss or you're dying trying to get to a certain place. The drone is good because it's smaller and it's faster than you. So you're just going to run past the enemies and then right. you can warp to it. So that's, that's cool as well. Uh, biggest issue with the game is that sometimes I feel like uh, the save points are in odd places or they're too far apart or the penalty for dying. Like when you're backtracking is sometimes too severe. So, mm-hmm. Like if I'm, I'm like, okay, I got to go from this side of the map to the other side of the map and you get almost all the way there. And let's just say, you know, I, I just, I die. Right. I have to, it starts me back at the last save point I was so at. So you have to backtrack that whole way again. Yes. Just cause, and look, I, I should have remembered, Hey, I'll just stop at the save point along the way, but it's not fun to stop at save points along the way <laughs> exactly. no. to get to the place. And it, nope. does, it doesn't make the game any better to do it. It doesn't make, yeah. it's, it's not a challenge. It's just, it's just a, a system that I think it, it prevents prevents sometimes what the game wants you to do which is to explore right uh, and so i don't I, I think systems and games that stop you from doing what the game is meant to do always kind of bother me yeah it's kind of unnecessary punishment yeah. yeah but overall i love the game okay i'm at the i'm on the final boss um so i'm just i'm just just about there to beat it the two bosses before this one was the first time in the game you get to this this hornet boss and it is 10 times harder than anything you face in the game. Wow. Really? Yeah. And it wasn't because you just weren't using the right gun? No, or... no, no. And, and I watched, like I was, you know, at a certain point, I spent at least two in-game hours right. fighting the boss. Wow. And I got to the point where I was like, I'm just not even getting 
close. Did you watch any videos? This is what I did. So, but <laughs> right. this is what the funny thing about it is that this thing is its enemy. It has its own attacks, but it also shoots out little minion enemies at you. And they're the most annoying kind of enemies in this game, which are the, they're the little ones that like buzz around and have no <laughs> like set pattern to them. Yes. So, and I have, I've, I've explored a lot of it. I don't even, I don't know mm-hmm. if I've missed any power upgrades along the way. So I was pretty powerful and I wasn't able to take them out. Um, you know, uh, with one with one or two shots, so they would always damage me. Right. And and between them and then me getting distracted by getting damaged by them, by damaged by them, then this thing hitting me, I was just getting wrecked. Is that because you're not doing any damage on him? You're just getting distracted yeah. by the minions constantly. Yeah. So I mean, what, there's two things. One of the things is that I should say this: that I'm not good at this in the game, which is calls me back sometimes. Is a big part of the game is switching weapons on the fly. Is like I'm using one weapon and then I'm going to switch this other weapon by clicking the stick and I'll start using that immediately. The tandeming weapons is very important, and I'm not very good at it because I just get very, <laughs> right. a very you know laser focused on I'm using this weapon and it's doing well. Right. So you have to le- learn to switch back and forth. Yeah. So that was part of this, but okay. I watched all these videos and basically all the videos were just like just keep shooting them in the mouth until you can do it and jump around. And do this. And I was like, you're not doing anything different than I was doing, except <laughs> you're a little bit better at the game than me. And exactly. that's not going to help me. Yeah. I need a strategy that's going to work. Not <laughs> I'm better at the game than you. Exactly. Well, so. All right. But it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. But game. I finally found this one video. Not a lot of not a lot of likes on it. Not a lot of views on it. Uh-huh. And I'm watching it and there's no commentary on the video and I'm watching it and this person seems to beat the boss in, I'm not joking you, 20 seconds. And with like okay. four shots. And I was like, how? This is not real. And so I'm looking and I start reading the comments. And the, what, what, what they did was, is they glitched the, the minions that came out. And if you glitch those minions and you shoot them, they all die at the same time. Oh. But what I couldn't, but but when they all die, they explode all at the same time. Oh wow! I couldn't tell that when they were exploding, it was something that could damage something. But if you explode them when the boss opens its mouth, it takes away nearly oh, all its life wow. immediately. Huh. And so that's what I did. And so that's the strategy. That's that the strategy. It takes it takes time. It's good. Like I had to die a bunch of times to get it right because you have to because once you glitch them, it's not like they, they they you can direct them. They just kind of bounce up and down. So right. you, and it's exact timing with the boss. So. I had to do it a bunch of times, and it, and really, it's a gamut. Because if you don't do it, you're gonna die. Because you have to really kind of like <laughs> right. run under the boss and, and, and do this all this kind of stuff. So you have to do it. But that I almost quit the game playing the boss. And when I found that strategy, I was like, okay, right. Now I'll do this, exactly. and I and I'm I did it. This one, yeah. it's definitely worth it. It's a great game. Yeah. So How much, much fun. Is um, it was fifteen dollars when it came out. Cool. I think it's fifteen dollars still. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, but it's great it's if you well if it. you like games like Guacamelee or mm-hmm. um, Apotheon, which just came out as well, so games like that, um, Metroid games, Castlevania games, obviously, right. uh, you'll you'll definitely enjoy it. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I played some of the Destiny DLC. Um, Finally one out. In the morning. Yeah, it's only like at the point of recording. It's it's like just over twenty four hours old, so I'm not going to go into a huge amount of detail because you know next so- week. 23 and a half hours ago, you finished the story. <laughs> I, yeah, the story took like two hours. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, Destiny obviously is not about having a long story. Mm-hmm. Everyone ran through it. You know, we were in a, there was like eight, nine, ten people on last night. Everyone just ran through the story quick because you got to run through the story to unlock Prison of Elders. Um, and then I got to try out Prison of Elders, which is a lot of fun. Is it's that the horde mode? Yeah. It's okay. like challenge rooms. You start off in a central hub, door one opens, you go in, you beat a shitload of enemies. Um, and you work your way through four doors and then while you're trying to beat all these enemies and they're all the ones you've seen before mm. you know there's a hive room a fallen room a cabal room 
Um, but also at some points you'll have these mines pop up that you have to go and dis, you know dismantle while you're fighting the enemies. It's a it's a lot of fun and it's very good to have like um, having the three player teams in some ways is good. But in other ways, like not having that six person raid, you mm-hmm. know, it'd be nice to be able to have everyone in the same group. Mm-hmm. But it's fun. I mean, I'll talk about it more in a couple of weeks. You know, uh, Justin's been playing a lot of it as well. But so far, I've been enjoying it very much. It's nice to have some new content and not be running through the same shit over and over and over. I'm excited. <laughs> Pretty soon it will be it will be the same thing. Again. <laughs> uh-huh. It's just more of the same shit. Though, yeah, so let's yeah. get more choice. <laughs> How are the story missions there? They're fine. Yeah. You know, then I, they're level 26 um, to start with. So at 32, like I started the first couple on my own and really easy, like 10 minutes you're done. Um, but then I ran through them on like level 30, level 32, I think with people a little more challenging, but not a whole lot more challenging. It's crazy to me that how much you played this game and you're a level 32. Yeah. Did they not increase, did they increase the cap again? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yes. Okay. So, I, so right what, now. What's the new cap? Uh, 34. Okay. But you know what's really, really frustrating is they've also put up the caps on all the weapons. So uh, for anyone that plays will know this, but when you upgrade all your weapons, the little square box that you see with the weapon in it gets surrounded by a yellow mm-hmm. square, fully upgraded. Every single one of my weapons now has that green bar and it's not fully upgraded. And I have to. It's just really very frustrating to have got spent all that time upgrading everything fully to have it all like bounce back down again. But, you know... I'm looking it's forward to when I play again in like two months to go through all the all the levels you guys went took like seven months to go through. I'll do it in like a, a week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the th- that is the frustrating <laughs> thing. Obviously, is like I worked so hard to get to thirty. Yeah, I hit thirty on the Sunday when they put the cap to thirty-two mm-hmm. on the Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then same with this. I hit thirty-two fairly quickly, but that they were limiting you with the raid, mm-hmm. and I think this one you need to do. I think you get stuff in the prison elders, you know, so you have to play all the different modes. Uh, Charles Osiris opens this weekend, I think. It's going to be a thing that's only open at weekends. So I'll try that out and see how that is. But, you know, I'm enjoying it so it's like, far. It's like a different language to me now. <laughs> I'll be talking about it more in weeks to come, <laughs> I'm sure. Uh, but you know what the big one is that all three of us have been playing that we're definitely going to have to start talking about now? Mm. The Witcher. The Witcher. Yes. Okay, so you got it on PS4. I right? did. And did you get it on Steam? Yeah, I got so, it on Steam. So both of you have the PC. Bit. Did you pre preload or? I, I actually no. I uh, last night before I was recording when I started recording talking comics, I just set it to download and then I did, recorded our ludicrously long podcast and then when I, when I finished it was done and <laughs> it was I, done. I just started playing it. Uh-huh. I got a pretty fast internet connection, so yeah, yeah. No, my, mine's pretty decent too. Um, but I went on. The code that came with the graphics card was for uh, GOG.com. Yeah. Um, I think it's got like their official partner or whatever in that because it's like in the Well, no, because Batman is Steam. No, I'm saying, I'm saying Witcher. Because, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because gotcha, the Witcher, gotcha, gotcha. When you, when the, in the credits for the Witcher, in the opening screen, there's a GOG yes. uh, credit in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I got you now. Yeah. Um, so on, what, it came out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. So Monday, I put the code in, you know, made an account, blah, blah, blah. And they have it broken up into six files with another file that forms everything together. Okay. <clears throat> and then one last patch, like very small patch that unlocks on Tuesday. But it was already unlocked, I guess, because of European, you know, European players right, and stuff like right. that. So I, I downloaded everything on Monday and click that file and everything went through and it started working on monday and i was like okay this is this is quite weird 
Yeah. But um, yeah, so I started oh, playing awesome. Monday night. No, I read that the people who, uh, I guess technically you got especially like the adva- the, the pre-order people or whatever, uh-huh. a certain group of pre-order people, like uh, the advanced copies, they went live on Monday. Because I saw, I got a, I got a tweet on Steam, for, from Steam, that said like, you know, pre, you know, whatever, Witcher, you know, preload Witcher people, you can play the game now or something like that. The game's open now. That's cool. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. First impressions, Rob? Uh, I absolutely love the game. <laughs> I think it yep. is beautiful. Um, I mean, it's it's obviously very very optimized for a controller. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm playing it with the keyboard and mouse, just just to get back into the swing of things, <laughs> I guess you could say. Right. And now I'm now it's like second nature, so I'm having no yeah. problems. The um, combat system I found is fantastic. I think it's a really good combination between. Yeah, obviously, everyone knows how much I love Skyrim, mm-hmm. but really in Skyrim, all you need to do is just keep hitting the button, and eventually you'll kill the thing. Mm-hmm. This is a really great combination where you still can hack away, but you need to be dodging. You've got magic in the other hand you can use. You can switch stuff out, and you, know, you really need to parry too. Absolutely, mm-hmm. yeah. When you get, to, you know, you get some that are a little tougher. You there's a lot of mechanics that go into it, but none of it is overwhelming. None of it is. If you're not very good at this kind of combat, you're not going to be able to play this game. Like no, it, it leads you through it, yeah. and it's it's definitely doable. But it's a, got a nice level of complication that just makes it interesting. I remember Bobby, one of your biggest complaints with Dragon Age was the combat system. Yeah, so, I mean, for me, because I didn't I didn't dive into like the deeper kind of strategy based combat in, in Dragon Age. I I just just on the surface, just playing the first couple hours of that game, it was just very like oh x x x x x. I played 117 hours of that game. Never went into the deep combat. Oh, really? Spammed R2 the whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever it was. So I, I don't, that, that just, it just bored me. Um, but yeah, no, I agree. I mean, the combat seems really, I played very, I haven't played that much of the game yet. So I can't speak to the, the deeper level of it, but I, I've enjoyed it so far. It is interesting because the last third person game I played was Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. You know, so like the, the, the combat is good in The Witcher, but I mean, it's, I just, you can't compare the you two. You can't compare, but I mean, yeah. it's a third-person action game, yeah. right? I'd say the better comparison for me is the fact that it's so much like Skyrim, but it's adding that level that Skyrim never had. Oh, yeah, definitely. I mean, it's definitely better combat than Skyrim, yeah. absolutely, uh, from what I've seen so far. I have a couple, I mean, my only issues with the game, I have a couple issues with like, and this is just barely playing it, so I, mm-hmm. I've i loved what i played so far, but just pure kind of mechanic-wise, yeah. the, like the weight of the main character and the way that he moves... It, it doesn't a little too floaty at times it's too floaty but it's also it's so weird because it's not just because it's a momentum based system it's just that like you hit the stick and i feel like he takes like a little bit to get going and yeah. then once he gets going he's fast he's like <laughs> a freaking rocket yes and i'm running past my horse trying to jump on my horse i'm like i just want to walk up to the horse and get on the horse i have run past like a flower a few times yes. that i've been trying to pick yeah, yeah. that's yeah. my one gripe so far and again i haven't right dive deep and i've only played an hour and a half of it maybe two hours of it um so that stuff has been a little bit i managed to get a a good six hours in today oh nice and i just got past the point where i've like killed my first big hunting thing Mm -hmm. my first hunt i actually had to go on and it was the big griffin Mm -hmm. i think you know igm was showing like they streamed a quite a bit of this uh this combat it's fantastic because it's not just go kill that thing like you need to research where does it live? How does it I operate? I love that stuff. The, yeah, the beastie awesome. area is Absolutely. great. You go in, you see what it's what it's weak for, and then once you're completely prepared, you got all the potions you need. You know where you're going. You set the trap, and then that's it. You're on. But 
it's such a great process leading up mm. to that point that it doesn't feel like just, oh, this is another boss fight. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, I'm just going to go in and see if I can slash away at it and see what I can do. You got to go in knowing what you're going to do. And then there was a slightly lesser one, which I think, Rob, you did, which is the uh, Noon Wraith. You yeah, go to, yeah, yeah, it's one a of the first, abandoned village. first things. Correct. Yeah, and you see this like ghostly thing. And I did what I always do. I ran in, started hacking at it, and nothing's happening. Oh, so you didn't read the bestiary part? Oh, no, no. I just started hacking away. <laughs> and then I was like, right, clearly this is not working. Mm-hmm. So then I think I had a prompt that said, like, read the bestiary. Okay, fine. So I go in and read it and realized that there's a whole mystery to this thing. And I can't kill it right now until I've gone, gone through. I need to go here and I need to find this and I need to work out how to do this and I need to track that. And I just love the fact that I cannot kill that thing unless I figure out how to kill that thing. And that really, for me, brings like a whole new level to this open world RPG thing. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy that aspect. Uh, great voice acting. Yeah. Likeable, like likable, shitty characters. Like (laughs) there are a lot of like douchebags, I guess you could say. I, uh, I, I see if I look at a map and there's question marks. Yeah. I need to like clear all the question marks so that that's kind of one of the first things I did. I just right. saw the map. There there was like 20 question marks, uh, which are points of interest on, on the little map Mm -hmm. that you start on. And so I just, I went along, cleared all those things. Well, I think that's also mm-hmm. fairly necessary to level up, right? Because uh, you, you need you to... You level up, you definitely find better yeah. armor. Right. Um, I found a better sword doing that. And you that. really can't take on that griffin until you hit level three, which you need to be doing some of the side quests to get to uh-huh. that. I mean, one of the side quests I found recommended level was level six. Oh, I was wow. like, are you kidding me? Right. So I, I'm holding on to that one. Yeah, I came across a beast that uh, had the like the red skull next to it, which oh. is basically like back We're up. not even going to tell you bother. what that is, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so yeah, one, one of the places I came across uh, was like a little shrine. And after I cleared the, the ghouls that were surrounding the shrine, people came to pray. And there is a character model in this game. Um, it's called the peasant, you know, just a regular NPC character. Yes. And she is the most disgusting thing she because she coughs up. <laughs> Phlegm and yes. like is spitting. So she's kneeling there praying and she's yeah. like, <laughs> it's and I'm like, what are you doing? Did you run across her like four or five times, different versions of her, right? You yeah. walk into a house and it's like, that's <laughs> what happened. I was, like, what I, was stealing, I was stealing stuff from a house yeah. and there was no one in the house. And all of a sudden behind me, I hear, <laughs> and I turn around and she's like spitting on the floor. Exactly. It's so funny. Yeah, oh, it man, did make oh, me man. laugh the first time I came across her. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh but but like walking around the nature like have you fought a bear yet no not yet Whoa. really i i had a good bears be nasty drowners and <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah yeah wolves wargs i think ghouls uh, ghouls yeah i had an interesting experience because i was i'm right at the beginning of the game i'm just i haven't even gone to like the two people who are going to tell you how to fight the griffin yet like right. you know the, i haven't done that either yeah, yeah. so yeah. i haven't i haven't even gone to them yet i just did the part where i went to the base and you yeah, know, there's told, a whole load of side quests. Yeah, to, told the yeah. guy that I was gonna, you know, I was gonna go kill the Griffin for him because uh, mm-hmm. he would tell me where Yennefer yes. went. <laughs> Yennefer. Yennefer. <laughs> and I was just riding back to the town, and I saw a bunch of deer, and I was like, "Huh, maybe I'll kill a deer and I'll eat it or something." Because you need food is right. how you heal yourself, yes. or you meditate. Those are the two things you can do. And 
meditating heals you. Yes, oh, it heals fantastic. you. Fantastic. Yeah. It's like um, resting you. in Skyrim. Okay. Yeah. 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 You, you meditate. I think as long as you meditate for, for at an least hour. an hour, yeah. you're, you're fine. You can also do it, you know, past the time of the day if you want to get certain times of day, certain yeah. quests. But uh, that's the only time I had to do it. Yeah. No. You, if you meditate for an hour, um, you'll regain all your health. Yeah. Awesome. So, I but I was. I was so the deer and I was like okay let me try to kill a deer and I was like trying to chase one down and they just started scattering and going crazy and I was chasing them down and all of a sudden I got like kind of like the battle music started happening and I was like and I was like I was like what's going on and there were all these ghouls that were like chasing the deer oh and that's why the deer were freaking out the middle of that yeah and so I took out all these ghouls and then all of a sudden like I got some chime noise and these people started walking up they're like thank you so much and like I cleared their little village or something i've had that happen a couple of times it says that you clear out the area and the populace start to return yeah and i didn't even know it could happen you know i wasn't i didn't go there for a quest i didn't see any marker i think that uh uh the temple shrine thing you were talking about that's the same thing yes okay and there's a little village so Mm -hmm. like a house somewhere where you clear out a whole load of ghouls yeah they're like thank you so much yeah so that was really cool to see that because I mean, I did that, but my tactic in our world game is exactly the opposite of yours, which is for the first like two or three hours, I do like, I'm mainlining it because I'm trying to get my bearings on what I'm doing, where I'm going. And I also, my experience with world games is that the first two or three hours in the story stuff, you're going to get stuff that you're going to need right. for the rest of the story. Yes. Um. What? Well, I think it was you who I was like... You don't have the dragon shell yet. Oh, yeah. It took me like sixty hours. I to get did that. not walk yeah. up those stairs. Yeah. in yeah. Skyrim. It was you too. I was talking to you about it too. I was like, to what like are you guys doing? Forty hours. So you run out of everything else you could possibly do. Yeah. Right? Well, I didn't know that there was a dragon shout. <laughs> I did not know there was a dragon. I would I wait the for the thing. stupid dragon to land. Yep. <laughs> I did exactly the same thing. The interesting thing with this game though is you say about that and that's mm. absolutely as valid a tactic as anything mm. because you're right. You like unlock stuff. You know, it gives you hints and tips mm-hmm. as you go through. Um, so the ability upgrades, you have to, you can unlock them and you can have them, but you can only use a couple at a time right now. When you're early on in the story, you have to unlock the thing with the mm. ability point and then you choose to pull it now there's like six or 12 slots that are available but they're all locked apart from two mm. so i figure this is maybe their tactic to stop you over leveling in that they're saying you can level and level and kill stuff and not progress the story but we're only going to give you those two things mm-hmm. so there's only so much you can do you're not going to be able to over level right. to that point mm-hmm. which i think you know Maybe that's their tactic. I don't know if it is or not. But. Well, the, I I didn't play the previous games, but in the previous games, you had to unlock a blocking. Really? Yeah, like, <laughs> like stuff like that. There was so right. the combat in the game is apparently used to be much more complicated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because um, like you used to have to before a battle, you'd have to like sharpen your sword and like tune your magic and get right. like your you have to, you have to go through all these things and you don't have to obviously it's not like that as much anymore you're just kind of diving head you first you have to repair everything which is kind of annoying you do but i mean that it's an yeah. rpg come on yeah. you have to repair stuff in skyrim <laughs> that did we yeah oh yeah oh yeah oh, sure I don't even have, how do i not remember that yeah <laughs> uh but what, what, what the thing that struck me the most about it which i wasn't expecting was how much how bioware the conversation Mm-hmm. Yes. Feels. Yep. because yes. you know i wasn't i wasn't even thinking about it right like I, you get that opening cutscene, which or the opening sequence which you can choose to really go through and do the tutorial or you can skip most of it and just kind of get to uh, the game starting but i did the tutorial oh yeah me too because i've never played one of these games before so i was like i, I want to make sure i yeah. know what i'm doing i did this not point. skip there's a lot of thing. there's a lot of story in it too yeah though. there's a lot of story yes. like i don't know who this girl is i don't know who these people right. are so 
we got past that and you get the, the, that that the, I mean the opening scene is really cool where you're seeing that battle happening and he's like yes. he's like tracking mm-hmm. he's like Aragorning his way through the battle yep. which I thought was really cool and then you get that that you know that opening scene and then you get you get you, you kind of flash forward now to where we actually are yeah and get that opening cutscene it's like oh, this is cool I like this character I'm with a Geralt seems like a interesting like like you said interesting dick you know that <laughs> I, I, I'm into this and then you get to that first kind of like tavern area. And I'm walking around, I'm talking to people, and I, I got that great feeling I got when I played Mass Effect, which was, I'm just talking to this guy, and we're talking about, like, sort of necessary stuff, but sort of not as well, mm-hmm. but I'm fascinated and really engrossed in just talking to this random right. person in the pub, and that was actually the thing in my just short time with the game that got me the most excited for it. Well, because mm-hmm. it is that that thing where you're given these choices where basically you can be like the man of the people, mm. or you can be a bit of a dick, yeah. and they're both kind of a fun way of going. Yeah, correct. Yeah, and and that's what like a, a Witcher, and it's explained. A Witcher mm. is is yes. someone who gets the job done for a fee. Yeah, right. And you know, like one of one of the quests I did. It was for a guy that has a young daughter and he has money stored up for her. And it's like, you can go do this thing and say, okay, give me my payment. And like, you're getting his life savings that he has put away for her. Or you could just be like, no, don't worry, you know, Mm -hmm. save it for your daughter. And like, naturally, correct. Yeah. Yeah. Because I always play it with like, how would I answer? Yeah. Yeah. But but it's a witcher, you know. Exactly. He's supposed to be, and also it because it affects you directly. Like the first time you come across that griffin is mm-hmm. because it's attacking that guy, and yeah. your choices are: don't worry, like you needed help, and we helped you, or we could use a few crowns. Yeah, and I was like, oh, what'd you do? I I said, don't worry about it. Yeah, well, because if you say don't, don't worry about it, I said don't worry about it too. Okay. But you don't worry about it. I think if I I don't know this for sure, but I bet if you ask him for money, you don't get. Like the, I bet you the bar maid is not super nice to you. Okay, I'm gonna get. I don't, I'm gonna right, guess. Right. The thing about the the Witcher, which is cool, which is better, I think, in some ways than the Bioware games, is that it's not a zero one binary system. It's not. Yes. You're doing the good thing. You're doing the bad thing, and you and you you can tell how it's going to affect you. In the Witcher, as far as like I know, because from hearing lots of stuff about the other games, is that you make decisions, and they're all kind of a bunch of little decisions that add up to right. bigger things mm-hmm. but it's not as cut and dry as like if you're a really nice you're going to get some, a really nice ending and if you're really yeah. mean you're going to get a mean ending and you're not necessarily like no not everyone is going to be horrible to you just because you made a couple of choices right the yeah. Money yeah. Or, yeah yeah i don't I, know if it's gonna be like that sorry i'm sorry no no, no go ahead i don't know if it's gonna be like this in this game but in the second game there was a choice that like completely changed i heard that the, the what if you if you made one the choice second half of the game right <laughs> second half of the game was completely different depending on what choice you made so i don't know if they're, they're doing something like that in this game but that's that's really it'll be crazy interesting. To me. Yeah, uh, I knew the first time I was screwed, uh, getting to that pub and sitting down and realizing that there is a collectible card game. <laughs> oh, Do you know, yeah. Hugh actually uh, texted all of us and said, "Rob is gonna love this game." <laughs> oh, I sat I sat there and I lost my first round, and t- and I thought about it and I was like, "Okay, so there really is a way to play this game." Yes, and then I crushed the dude but like all the little vendors that you find around the map like some of them spell yeah Yeah. they sell special cards that you could then Mm. create your decks you know the interesting thing that you two might not have found which i don't think you did is both me and hugh have it on the ps4 and both of us got the blue screen error on our first round of gwent Oh, really? At really? Same, exactly yeah. the same time. So yeah. I don't know if anybody else out there no, has I, had the I same problem. No. I haven't you have it on the PC. Yeah. So. I heard there are some technical 
issues with mm-hmm. the game on on. I mean, I was gonna get it on PC anyway because it was really it's the first game I'm really it's really that's really I'm using to like right. work out my my, exactly. my PC. You know, other games I played haven't really been. Well, uh, I just say like for anyone out there, um, it's not that far back that they put you. But I'd say when you get to that first tavern, do the other conversations rather than that guy sitting there uh, in the weird yeah. hat with yeah. the other guys. Do all your other conversations, then just manually save. Yeah. Because chances are, if it's a PS4, it's probably going to kick you out, yeah. and then you haven't got to go through all those conversations over again. So. That'd okay. be a good idea. I mean, I, interesting. I, the first that the conversation to me was that when you talked that one guy who like knows who you are for some reason, right? And I was like, okay, I was like, this is kind of cool that this guy knows who I am. He's telling me all this stuff, and then I don't know if it was like a glitch in the game, but it looked like he just disappeared. <laughs> if, to me, okay. when I after I finished talking right. to him, like I like got up and I turned around, and he was gone, and I was like. I don't know if this meant to be spooky or... Right, or if it's just a glitch. Just a glitch. I had another glitch happen as well. Um, there's at one point, I don't know if you got to this point, but the woman that you go see... Oh, you said you hadn't. I haven't. I'm, I'm on my way there right now. The that you go see... Yeah, I'm on my way there right now. Um, when you walk in, there's someone lying on the bed. And she said... like She basically says, they're very, very sick. Mm. There's nothing I can do for her. The blood is pooling in her skull. And you're like, okay. So you go through a whole conversation with her. And you finish that conversation. And at that point the person that was on the bed comes in the door and lays down again on the bed. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and it's like, all right, so I guess she's not that sick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brad from Giant Bomb was talking about that today oh, on really? the show. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I haven't gotten He was laughing part. about it. He's like, it's like almost like it was like a play. Like, <laughs> everybody, it's the Witcher's here. Exactly. Go back Take in your place. place. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a weird one. But, but I um, love that kind of stuff in open world games, though. Exactly. Like That kind of stuff is, is hilarious Because to me. it's not game-breaking. Yeah. And in something this huge, you can forgive these weird little glitches because there's just so much of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had to stop playing Skyrim for a month when it first came out because I hit a glitch that... So I had a quest to turn into like this king. Right. And he wouldn't talk to me. He, would, he just Some wouldn't talk annoying. to me because I had done... Yeah. You know, that weird thing in those games where you do a string of things and you having to do... It just compounds on itself. Yeah. He wouldn't talk to me. Literally, there, I could have done like um, a bunch of like those radiant quests, but it was like a stop point for me. And it was either I was like, you can. Re-, and my last save that was before the thing that had ruined my save was like five or six hours yeah, before. Exactly. I was hmm. like, I'm not happening. So I just waited out, and then like three weeks later, like, oh, a patch came out and it fixes this bug. And I was like, all right, Thank I'm God. playing Skyrim again. I, ha- I had the same <laughs> thing. My one was um, when they brought the vampirism thing in. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were four stages, right? So the first one, oh, two, I three. About this, yeah, yeah, stage one, two, three. You could feed, and it would knock you back down a stage. If you hit stage four, then everything would attack you. Like any time mm. you came into town, all the guards, all the people, everything would attack you. And the only way you could cure the vampirism if you hadn't taken a potion early enough was to go see this guy Falion in Riften. And you could go through this process where you bring him like a black soul gem, and he does something, some ritual, and you meet him outside of town. So I met him outside of town with this black soul jam at the very second that I switched to fourth, the fourth level. So oh, the very no. second I was about to cure it, he started attacking me. But because I'd already done the quest as such, I couldn't then do the quest. <laughs> and it completely screwed me up because every town I went to, everything would attack me. I couldn't talk to anyone. I couldn't do any quest without everything trying to kill me. And it was just horrible. And I think that was the same thing. I think a patch came out where I was able to just get around it. Mm-hmm. But that was devastating at the time. Yeah. Uh, I was just talking to someone today. <clears throat> and it's funny because he came up to me. And he said, he said, that girl on your show, how many hours <laughs> did she put into Skyrim? <laughs> so I was like, 
666. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and he's like, because that made me went and go check my time. And he's like, I have four four characters, and I think I have about 800 hours in the right. game. Right. And I'm like, well, she's just going to tell you that she has that many hours on one character. <laughs> um, but he started talking about the vampire thing and why he stopped playing yeah. is because the vampires would invade the towns and kill all of like the shopkeepers. Mm-hmm. And then he wasn't able to go into towns to sell stuff off anymore because, yeah. you know, no one was around anymore. It would so, get frustrating because they'd uh, pop up out of nowhere. And then the other thing is it would get frustrated when you got infected because like I said, having to go through the stages, I don't want to check my status effects every five minutes. You know, if I rested for 12 hours, it would bump you up one. So uh, you were constantly having to check. And if you didn't cure it early enough, you were mm-hmm. screwed. And yeah, it got very frustrating. Hmm. But I'm sure there's going to be a ton of this on The Witcher where I'm like, oh my God, that drove me crazy. That's going to be but great. But right now I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I Do you think Justin's going to like it? I don't know. I, I don't think so. I mean, I don't think the combat is his thing. Like he'll be able to do it easy enough. I mean, he got through Bloodborne, so he'll be able to do it. I'm just not sure that it's his kind of thing. He'll like the same. RPG aspect, the like the Western RPG aspects of it, like you know the mm-hmm. the, the conversations. He I was, loves Bioware. Yeah, so I, I was talking to him like about it, and he that. said the same yeah. thing. And I told him yeah. there was some Bioware in it. He was like, "All right, cool." Right. Um, you know, I mean, for me with games like this, like I'm playing right now, and I know I'm going to play a lot of it. Mm-hmm. I doubt I will actually finish the game right. in any sense. I, I I'll finish the story. I'm sure I'll put 50, 60 hours into it. But at a certain point for me, it's like there's a cap where I'm just like, okay. I'm, I, I played this game and I loved it and I'm just done now. That's my yeah. problem. I'm, I'm completely the opposite. Yeah. Honestly, like, I feel terrible, but the next like six weeks of podcasts when we say, <laughs> what have you been playing this week? My answer is going to be The Witcher. <laughs> That's it. I get completely hooked and suckered into these yeah. kind of things. And... I mean, it's the only thing for me until Batman. So I, it, it has that, that thing of having a big space where I, I, I play it right. and play a lot of it. Yeah. And Batman's July? June, end of June. June end of June. Okay, so yes. another month. Yeah. Right. Okie dokie. So yeah, so I think we're all pretty positive on what we've done at the witch. So, so far, far, yeah. We're definitely like next week we'll have played some more, catch up a little bit more on that bit. Uh-huh. It looks so pretty on the on, on my PC. <laughs> yes, does it, it look is. great? Yeah. Now Honestly, you had yeah. said you turned the, the I had hair to turn effects. the stupid hair effects off because so Nvidia has a thing called the Tress effects, which they came out with with Tomb Raider was yep. when they premiered it. And oh, it's, it's like, so it's beautiful, like super like awesome hair stuff, and it's the only thing. Everything else is turned up all the way on ultra. It's the only thing I had to turn off. Because my card isn't Nvidia, my card is Radeon, so they don't really like communicate they, they very don't well. Like each other. They don't like each other very yeah. well. So it was like hitching the game for me, having the hair effects on. It's I the think only they do that so on selling. purpose. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's the yeah. only thing I turned off, and once I turned it off, it ran like butter. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's funny. Yeah. Um, so the other thing I wanted to talk about, uh, because we had a question from a listener um, at Bad Goon, I think his name is, um, the new Assassin's Creed game, Syndicate. Um, there's been trailers out for it and I know last week <laughs> thank you for that intelligent comment Bobby um, and last week I know Justin and Steve said they didn't particularly want to talk about it that week because I wasn't on the show mm-hmm. so I did want to just briefly talk about it I, I read out of intelligent criticism of Assassin's Creed like <laughs> six games ago well, see this is the problem I've always stuck with this I, I didn't like three but I love Black Flag and I've always stuck with this until Unity where I still haven't got back into I still haven't played more than like maybe an hour of that game. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little gun shy to get too excited about it. Um, however, the grappling hooks thing seems great because it seems like maybe after all of these years, there might be 
a mechanic that doesn't make you jump off the building at the wrong time. You're living in hope and dying in despair, <laughs> Jackie. There's no way that, that is mechanic my is gone. hope that that is the point of the grappling hook. No, because the grappling hook is only going to be able to hitch on to certain points. It will, but and it's also you're supposed to be able to make I think zip lines and stuff, and like it just makes yeah, you but more they mobile. Had zip lines. All over the place. That yes. won't stop those moments when you're running from building to building, <laughs> uh-huh. and you accidentally like, oh, I, I'm meaning to jump to this post, but no, I'm going to jump off. It's like now I'm hanging off the corner of the building, and yeah. I can't get up again. Yeah, and the yeah. people are shooting me and stabbing me. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so this is the problem: is that Unity and the years mm-hmm. preceding it, even though they were good games, they always had these problems, and they didn't fix it. They've never fixed no. it. So I'm a little gun shy about it. Um, obviously, the location is awesome. They're meticulous in their detail. So I'm really looking forward to seeing the location London being uh, done in Assassin's Creed. It's great. I'm a little worried that they're going to get a little lazy with storytelling. It's set in 1868, which is like 20 years before Jack the Ripper killing died. And I'm like, I really hope they do something a little different. I don't want to just see yet another version of Jack the Ripper. Except oh, but Jack they the already Ripper showed is. it. Really? So Jack the Ripper is a Templar, right? <laughs> I don't want to see I could that. have sworn in one of the trailers I saw... Oh, I don't know. Like, a guy in the alley stabbing right. a female. Well, see, that's what I don't want to see. I'll be really disappointed if that's well, you're the best they can it. do storytelling-wise. Yeah, but, well, they're going to be like, you know... I don't I even mean, you know, I mean, you know what... They already, I think they already said a couple yeah. of, like, historical figures that, that will be in it. Charles Dickens yeah, Charles is in Charles Darwin it. as well. Charles, and Charles yeah. Dickens. I'd say, like, my overall thing with this... Oh, you're going to have to collect yeah. Charles Dickens... Yeah. Yeah, pages. Uh, well, I'd say my overriding thing with this game, yeah, <laughs> is the okay. price. The price they have to pay, I think, for Unity is every Assassin's <laughs> <laughs> every Assassin's Creed game for me has been a day one purchase, and this is going to be the first one where I'm going to wait a few weeks and You're see. You're still going to buy on the first no, day. Not. Yes, you are. I am not. I'm making a point. I am taking on a the stand. lead up to it. You're going to buy it. I'm going to try not and get, get excited, excited for it. You're going to buy it. I know. I I lose control and get all excited, <laughs> but not this time. So that's that's my opinion on uh, Assassin's Creed. Do you two even care at this point? Um, I mean, I ca- if it's a good game, I'll play it. You know, mm-hmm. if it gets good reviews, I'll play it. But you're not exactly going to be excited waiting for it to come no. out. No, I played two and I loved two. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I I played two because I wanted to play Brotherhood, and then I played so much of two that I was I burnt out on playing Assassin's Creed. So I was like, okay, but I loved two. I never got back to Brotherhood, mm-hmm. but I played four. And I thought four was yeah, great. Yeah, Black Flag was great. Yeah. Uh, you know, but four, four to me was like it was great in spite of the, all those problems. <laughs> Swim to shore for ten minutes to pick yeah. up one thing. It wasn't even yeah. those things. Like that sucks. Right. But like the every time it goes like chase this person or follow this person, I'm like, nope, <laughs> this is screw, not yeah. fun. You screw it up right at the end and have to do the whole thing again. Yeah. Because yeah. if if it had the thing, the thing I want us to do, like I mean, yes, the traversal needs to get better, the platforming needs to get better, but. I wish it had a little bit more emergent gameplay in the fact that, you know, like Metal Gear, right, Rob, where if you get caught in Metal Gear, the, the mission's not over. Mm-hmm. You can, if you want to fight and kick their ass and, and fight your way out of it, you can do that. Mm-hmm. And I wish that Assassin's Creed had a little bit more of that. Correct. You yeah. have those follow missions, like if one person sees you and they turn red, oh, it's yes. like, okay, I go the back to the thing. beginning yeah, of it. Exactly. Yeah, you screw And it's the whole so thing. boring to follow them. It's so boring to walk on those roofs. And follow them. It right. is. It is. It's it's crazy. But, you know, that that's the price you pay, I guess, with, with that, that game. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I know. And again, well, again yeah. people, a lot of people love them. I'm not saying but that it shouldn't be. Them, it but... shouldn't be. After all of this time, it really yeah. shouldn't be. For me, we'll see. to play it, it needs to have some changes. Exactly. Um, all right. So we're going to do a couple of questions Okay. Uh, that we had. Some very interesting ones. Um, our first one is from uh, Harry. 
uh, at, at HSJ the third on uh, on Twitter. Hi, Harry. Hi, Harry. Um, so he asks, how vital is voice chat to you for the games you play? Splatoon has me thinking of this. So obviously Splatoon, they've come out and said that there isn't going to be a voice chat, even though it's a predominantly multiplayer game. In fact, is it solely multiplayer No, game? they have a single there player. A single and, player? And, right. and, and in fact, they've shown some stuff over the last couple of weeks that makes it look like it has like a significant single player. Okay. But still, there is a large, a large part of this game that's multiplayer. Yeah. I mean, they pitched it almost exclusively as a multiplayer game. Right. Yes. Okay. So where do you stand on that? Well, I got to play, I think Stephen Rob, Stephen Rob, Stephen Justin talked about it a little bit last week, mm-hmm. but I played a little bit of the Global Test Fire when they, when they did it last weekend. And here's the thing. I don't care that there isn't random voice chat in it. I could care less about that. Okay. But I do wish that there was some sort of friend party chat. Yeah. Because the game is is a little is strategic in a lot of ways you're it's not just about it's really a team-based game it's not just about killing mm-hmm. it's about it's about covering the the play field in ink and if you know to be able to be like what well, you should go to that top corner because they're coming this way right. and i'm coming that way you need that coordination yeah i mean you can point to things on the map and it will put up markers and stuff for people but it, it's it's just yeah. too it's the game is too fast paced to do that and right. so <clears throat> for a game like that i wish there was just some sort of I understand Nintendo's thing. I understand their reasoning behind it. I think it's sound reasoning. Right. But much like Destiny, right, where... I was just about to say, that's, for me, yeah. my only reference point. You know, I've never really played much online gaming. But for me, Destiny, there's certain things in Destiny that are near on impossible to do. You ca- you cannot do the raid if the six of you are not communicating to some right. degree. It's just, it's impossible. You can't do it. And a lot of the activities... Are just much better being able to, you know, if you're mm-hmm. in a fire team and you're able to be like, right, you go this way, I'll go that way, mm-hmm. take out this guy first. It brings such a huge thing to this game that, you know, to be honest, with games that are not that heavily involved, fine, it doesn't matter. But if you're going to have a game where you need to coordinate as a team, I'd say for me, it's pretty vital to be able to talk to your team. Yeah, I mean, for like straight multiplayer, like Call of Duty style multiplayer games, I don't care about voice chat because right. even though those are team death matches, Nobody cares what anyone else is doing. They're just going in there and trying to shoot as many people as possible. Yeah. Um, but for games like that, I, I, it, it matters to me. Only just have the option to be able to talk to my friends without having to go like, okay, let's hop on Skype or let's hop on the PlayStation chat yes. and we'll just change yeah. the input on the TV and, and then we'll play Splatoon. Right. Because it's a shame because Splatoon is a cool game. Like I, I had a lot of fun doing it. I think it's going to be a really fun game to play. But it just sucked you to jump through hoops to have to... Mine is a, yeah, that was a little bit of a deal breaker for mm. me, to be honest. Like, I'm not really big into the Wii U. Like, Luke plays it a bit. Mm-hmm. I've never really bought many games for it. This is the one that I was like, this looks really good. This, like, old school Nintendo. This is going to be a lot of fun to play. And it was a little bit of a deal breaker for me. I'm not sure I'm even going to bother now. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. It, for me, it doesn't really matter. I mean, obviously, like Bobby said, with with team deathmatch type, type things, I... I turn chat off. I don't want to hear people. Um, with like Grand Theft Auto Five in in the online stuff, I leave it on, but I mute my mic because I like to hear <laughs> yeah, trolls you're a lurker, and action right? and like stuff. To, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, it <laughs> fascinates me. Absolutely fascinates me. Yep. Um, and you also you you revel in winding them up as well. You and yeah, Hugh but I don't around. talk. I don't talk to him though. exactly. But no. you, you listen to them saying their horrible things and then. As you and Hugh did, run around in Correct. what is it, leopard skin hot pants? Uh huh. P- pink, <laughs> pink cars, pink weapons, leopard yep. skin. Just yeah. to drive them crazy. Um, but in terms of 
you know, just regular chat. If I want to talk to my friends, yeah, I'll just make a party and and talk talk to them. That that's that's what I find fun about it. Um, in game chat isn't really yeah. a necessity for me. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's kind of difference in opinion there, mm-hmm. but for a good reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're gonna kind of wrap it up a little bit now. We've been talking a lot. We're gonna mm-hmm. kind of wrap it up, or kinda, we're gonna... yeah, maybe. Wrap You're the host. You have to make a decision, oh, Jackie. See, I knew he couldn't get through the whole thing without busting my balls again. <laughs> yeah, no, we're right? at, we're at one thirty. It's terrifying having him sitting next to me. I've mm. been very good. You have been. I've been very I have to good. admit, you have been very, very good. If this was us hanging out without the microphones, I'd be annoyed at him by now because yeah. he's been <laughs> busting my balls so yeah, much. I would have. But for some reason on the show, he's being nice to you me. You should today. have seen the conversation. Oh, you saw it because you were part of the text message conversation. Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. What, what, what's your what's your mantra? Oh yeah, uh, responsibility equals accountability. <laughs> if you avoid the first one, you don't have to worry about the second one. See, which great, Bobby great yeah. message for your child. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But I, I also texted him earlier and said, "Get all your snark out now. I'm hosting. <laughs> I don't want to hear it." So it's been very good tonight. Nice yeah. So I'm going to do a little bit of housekeeping before we go. Um, obviously, we are at Talking underscore Games on Twitter. We are the Talking Games podcast. We are part of a larger thing, though. We are part of the uh, TalkingComicBooks.com, which Bobby, obviously, is the uh, figurehead of. The figurehead? Is that the wrong <laughs> that word? sort of no, pejorative. It's just like you just stand there and yeah. look pretty and everyone else does yeah. their thing. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so our, our editor-in-chief. Yes, our, that's the, my t- official yeah. title that there I gave go. myself. <laughs> Um, so he, you know, he's, uh, presides over, mm-hmm. right? It's good yes. one. Presides over. You're doing a bang up job wrapping am, this up, right? Jackie. Yeah. Oh, don't. <laughs> it all starts to get it away begins. from me at the end. Here yeah. we go. So here, talkingcomicbooks.com. That's what we're all under. You've got, uh, if you go onto there, we have a whole load of podcasts. We've got The Misfits. We have, uh, Talking Movies, Talking Valiant, the original Talking Comics, uh, Rob and Justin from this show also do a video and podcast uh, called Backup Stories, which is at Backup Stories on Twitter. Um, our personal Twitters, I am at Jackie Turner, J-A-C-Q-U-I. Rob? At Dusk1020. Bobby? Uh, at Bobby Shortle. And you, obviously, if you go to Talking Games, you'll be able to find Justin and Steve on there too. Uh, we have an email. If you would like to email us any questions or comments, uh, please send it to talkinggamespc at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Facebook page. I can't guarantee how often it gets looked at, <laughs> but we try. Uh, Facebook.com forward slash Talking Game PC, Talking Games PC. Well, Jackie doesn't because no responsibility equals no accountability. There you go. See, that is why I do not have the password to So anything. it's Rob's fault. So I can't get in trouble for anything. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so I think that's pretty much it, right? Did I wrap yep. up successfully? Well, you wrapped it up. All right. Is this a good time to just call it quits <laughs> yes. and move on? All right. We will be back next week. Thank you for listening. Good night.